Blog Talk Radio. this show we're going to talk about the latest stuff within Knicks uh you know Knicks uh essentially hiring um you know Scott Scott Perry as their new GM to replace um well basically that you know Scott Perry joins the Knicks we're also going to talk about Steve Mills being the team president uh the Carmelo Anthony latest with that saga will he stay will he go Will he go to Rockets? Will he go to Cavaliers? Will he stay in New York? We'll get into that as well. We'll, we'll recap uh, the All-Star game, the home run derby with uh, Aaron Judge, awesome performance, which I'm sure as a Yankee fan you were you were very upset about, you know, Aaron Judge's uh, horrible performance, wink, wink. But, of course, um, <laughs> we're also going to recap uh, the, the week of WWE uh, highlighted by – the great balls of fire preview event uh, and what we thought happened and, you know, and Hey, you never know. We might talk about other stuff and uh, equally important. Um, of course, folks, you can uh, give us a call. That's uh, 917-388-4189. That's 917-388-4189. So feel free to call and share your thoughts on any of these topics and more. And, uh, and with that, further ado again thank you guys and ladies for listening to another episode of sports urban legend i'm boy ramo he's mac matthew and uh you know what um let's lead off with uh with a little baseball before we get into the nba news and uh congratulations to aaron judge man i don't i don't mean to judge but he had a phenomenal performance where he had like 47 home runs all together and they were all like Massive shots, man. Uh, what's your thoughts on it? Yeah, it was a great display by Judge. Yeah, like you said, he had 47 home runs. Those home runs covered like four miles, with the longest one going about 513 feet. And the hardest one I think he hit was uh, at 119 miles per hour. So he put on a show as expected. And uh, yeah, he went on to win this one. Um, with the, with those uh, home runs, but yeah, I mean this guy's gonna be a beast to come, man. He's gonna scare a lot of teams. Absolutely, man. So you know, as a Yankee fan, you know I I know you had so much joy seeing, um, you know Aaron Judge win it, and in addition to Gary Sanchez's performance, even knocking off the the you know the favorite in. Uh, one yeah. of the favorites, Mike Stanton, being in his hometown. So that, I mean, having two Yankee greats, I mean, a future young guys who, who could be 
Yankee greats. I mean, the, the sky's the limit for a judge. I mean, this this guy is not no Shane Spencer, Cream Garcia, like flash in the pan kind of guy. I mean, this guy is legit. I mean, those home runs, he, some of those home runs, he'd even like, he'd even like get a good hold of it, but it was enough to go out, man. This guy has legit home run power. I mean, yeah, you know, they, he's again, crushing those pitches. Yeah, again, man, the Yankees, man, uh, they're gonna have to retire his number too. <laughs> I mean, at this rate, Hopefully. I mean, Yankees, Yankees are gonna have to. Uh, at this rate, Yankees are gonna have to unretire numbers and then retire them with new players at this rate. Because, um, yeah, you know, the sky. Well, I just hope that. Uh, I, I just hope that you know he doesn't go into a slump because uh, you know a lot of times you have these guys enter the home run derby and after the All Star break they come back you know, not hanging very well. So hopefully that doesn't happen to Judge. But, you know, so far it looks like, uh, you know, he uh, he started off the second half going uh, 0 for 8, 0 for 9. So he, he doesn't have a hit yet after this mm-hmm. all-star break. So hopefully he doesn't go into a slump after this home run derby. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I was worried. I was thinking about that myself, too. I was worried about that myself, too. Because uh, I'm trying to remember who that happened to. Was it Ryan Howard when that happened to? Like, there was some, I think it was it Ryan to a lot of guys. Yeah, I think Bobby Ryan Abreu. Howard was like the first. Yeah, I think Ryan Howard was like the first guy that, like, put my notice on it. Like, guys tiring out after the All-Star break. Yeah, Bobby yeah. Abreu is another one. You know, like, they have their, you know, their best, you know, home, you know, home run performance, you know. In the All Star in the All Star game, because obviously they're intent intent intentionally trying to hit home runs. But luckily for for Judge, you know he's a natural home run hitter, so he doesn't have to pull the ball for it to go out. You know, as yeah. evident as some of the shots that he did. Um, True. But but needless to say, um, congratulations, you know, to him. You know, hitting at least thirty home runs. Uh, you know, as a Yankee, as a rookie, breaking uh, Joe DiMaggio's all-time record um, for most home runs in a season, and he just and he did it before the halfway mark. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, yeah. this guy's the limit. He's he's gonna go through like Mickey Mantle, uh, Roger Maris kind of level as long as he stays healthy. Potential, you know, uh, he's got to limit the strikeouts. Um, oh yeah, you know, but. He's a he's a slugger, you know. He's gonna try to hit the ball out of the ballpark every time, and you know, I I just hope he doesn't have a a second half slump here, you know. Yeah. Hopefully, he can continue, um, you know, his uh his hitting prowess like he did in the first half. Absolutely. I mean, you know, with a slugger, you know that the strikeouts come out with it. There's there's only a, a very few sluggers who don't strike out. A lot when they when they you know when they have that much power. So I mean that's expected. Yeah. You know, you know that guy's gonna strike out over at least a hundred times this year. But as long as he c- continues this pace that he's on, you know, the the Yankees will live with it. And yeah. Speaking of the Yankees, uh, the Yankees they were um they they uh they lost last night. Uh, you know Chapman didn't have a good game. They lost the game. Um. In Fenway, but tonight, uh, you know, the Yankees rebound. They won in extra innings um, in Fenway. Final score four to one. 
I think this this was like the longest game uh, the Yankees played in Fenway since like maybe 1967. It was definitely in the 60s for sure. But um, hey, yeah, that's Yankees unbelievable are try because. To... Yeah, yeah, that's, oh, that's unbelievable say. because I would have, you know, during the uh, during during the uh, intense robbery back in the oh, early yeah. 2000s, the 2000s. That these guys would have had long inning games. But yeah, this was the longest inning game yeah. in years. You know? In decades. Yeah. Yeah. Because the Yankees, the Yankees games, man, my goodness, the Yankee Red Sox games from that, that rivalry, man, especially like from 03 to like 05, man, those games, man, they they never stop, man. They never, they just keep going yeah, on and on right. and on. Even the Energizer Seriously. Bunny had, had to recharge. That's how long <laughs> they've been going on. Yeah. But um, Yankees are going to try to um, – um, you know, win this rubber game, uh, you know, tomorrow. And we'll see what happens, uh, you know, with the Yankees. Shifting gears with yeah. the Mets. Well, actually, uh, um, it's a four game, so the rubber game will actually be maybe Monday if we end up, uh, oh. if we end up, oh, well, I guess, winning the... or losing. Uh, my, 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 uh, my, uh, my uh, mistake. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, the, the Yankees are going to try to win this series. Well, it can't be a rubber game because it's a, it's a four-game series, so they can, yeah, they can either true. tie it or, or um, you win know, it. take the lead. Right. But in any case, you know, we'll, we'll find out, what, you know, what the Yankees and the Red Sox are going to do in this uh, four-game series. And uh, shifting gears – uh, with the Mets, Mets had their only All Star, Michael Conforto. He had a single. Fortunately, he had a chance in the All Star game to uh, win the game in the bottom of the ninth, but he struck out with uh, with at least a runner in uh, scoring position. I think there was two people on base um, in the ninth. And then, of course, former Yankee Robinson Cano. Don't you know? He he um, he homered. So. Basically, as a result, the the AL All Stars win again for the fifth straight year. But thank God, this year it doesn't count because that stupid that stupid rule about having the game the, the you know the the game the exhibition game. Which I mean, I love the All Star game. Don't get me wrong, but the ex, you know exhibition game should not determine who wins home field advantage. The best record should determine who wins home field advantage. So I'm glad they finally yeah. got rid of that rule. And uh, needless to say, the AL the AL All Star AL All Stars show their dominance yet again. And uh, you know, basically they they win again. And uh, you know, the Mets after that they they've played their um, first couple of games. Uh, in at home against the Rockies, and man, they've been smashing the ball. After uh, Sandy Alderson, you know, the Mets GM was saying that um, if they don't play well, he's going to be in. As of right now, they're in sellers mode. You know, they're going to sell the people who you know who's going to be on their walk here. Um, for example, Jay Bruce, most likely Addison Reed, um, Azdrubal Cabrera, those type of people. Uh, they would have to keep playing well in order for them to uh, not trade those guys. And um, as a result, these first two games, the, the Mets have been blowing out the Rockies, man. I mean, the first game was like, what was it, 12-3? to 
And um, tonight, the the Mets won, uh, I think, 9-3. to three. Uh, Jose Reyes homered. Bruce hit a three-run home run. Uh, Reyes. And even Seth Lugo, the pitcher, went deep. And it wasn't like a... It wasn't like a, a like a lucky hit, man. He really he really got all of that ball. Like he should have been that swing. He should have been the the the, the home run derby with that with that. <laughs> and he hit his first career home run. So he joins Jacob Degrom as the uh, the the two Met pitchers uh, to hit their first major league home run uh, this year. So congratulations right. to Seth Lugo. Uh, he had a, a brilliant start, you know. And um, uh, the, you know the bullpen for the most part pitch well, and uh, the Mets are going to try to uh, keep this streak going. Uh, not to mention, uh, not to be remiss, Jacob Degrom, who the Astros, among uh, many other teams, are rumored to trying to get a Mets to deal, but Mets are saying no thanks, rightfully so. He had a brilliant performance. He went eight innings. He struck out eleven. Uh, this was like his second 11 strikeout game of the season. So, you know, congratulations to Jacob DeGrom. Even though he wasn't an all-star, he won his 10th win of the of the, um, the year because apparently they did the voting when uh, Jacob DeGrom was, um, you know, still in a slump. But nevertheless, Jacob DeGrom won his sixth consecutive start. So congratulations to him. And... Uh, you know the Mets are the Mets are going to try to sweep the series at home against Colorado, but um, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. I mean, yeah, they have like 74 games left. Um, what I think they're like what eight games behind in the the second wild card or something like that. But um, yeah, yeah, you never know. I know they you have, never know because remember last year. Oh yeah, I remember. I remember last year. Because they were they were out of it too, and they came back, but um, you know they they're gonna have to be perfect, and they they you know them going them go, making to the playoffs for the second time uh, the second time I think in franchise history that they went back to back years. Um, if they by another miracle get to the to the playoffs again, they would set a franchise record for three consecutive playoff berths. Uh, but yeah, if they can make it, man. That's that's another miracle within itself. Um, but um, they're gonna have to continue to play over their heads right now and play to their potential. And it, it's worth noting, uh, Cespedes has injured himself again. So uh, hopefully it's not that serious. Um, when, when he wanted when he died for a ball. So I mean, it, it seemed like it, it's not too serious because he. He did the interview, uh, you know, he did the post-game. But uh, hopefully that doesn't linger. So Mets are going to have to play over their heads before uh, the end of the month so that they won't, uh, so that they won't be sellers. But we'll see what happens. Uh, It's also worth noting down in the minor leagues, uh, Ahmed Rosario, the the shortstop, he's he's playing well. Uh, Dominique Brown, he's playing well in AAA as well. And Tim Tebow. He he's actually hitting the ball um, down way down in uh, I think he's in uh, high single A or something like that. So um, you know he's doing well. So far so good for him. So you never know he might make the club uh, next year sometime next year. Um, definitely not this year. I mean 
he he's he's starting to play well, but I think it's too little, too late for him to to try to. What even are his get numbers? Do you know? Call up. Hmm. The, what are his numbers? Do you know? If, you know if he's like really um, killing it down there. Ever since he got called up, I, he he's hitting really well. I think it might even be what three twenty nine or something like that. Like he, I think he has at least really? two walk off home runs. Wow. He, he hit a, he hit a walk off home run like a I think just uh, Friday night if I'm not mistaken. Wow. So he's actually playing well, but um, I, I I even Alderson who makes the decision, the GM, he doesn't think he's getting called up you know, for a September call up. So at the wow. you know, at the very if if uh T Ball actually does turn out to be which would be a miracle within itself, akin to his uh Denver um Denver Bronco days, um I don't see it happening. Especially this year. Well but maybe next year. Him. Yeah, I think it'll happen next year. If he if he continues to produce, but um shifting gears, let, let's talk about the Knicks, man. Uh, you know, congratulations to them. They hired Scott Perry after David Griffin uh, turned them down because uh, he he wasn't gonna have final say on the talent. You know, uh, even though he did win a, a, a title with the with the Warriors, and even. Despite that fact, apparently Dolan and uh, Steve Mills was not going. Dolan wasn't going to give him final say. He still would have had to report it to to Mills. So as a result, yep. he turned down his his he turned down the offer, and as a result, it was handed to Scott Perry. Uh, and from all reports, it sounds like a good move. A, a basketball guy, you know, he he was a member of the the front office of the Pistons when they they. Shocked the world and defeated the Lakers in 04. Um, he he was also part of the Seattle Supersonic organization for that final year when they drafted uh, Kevin Durant, who won the the title with the Warriors this year. Uh, in addition, he um, he was with the with he just recently was part of the uh, Sacramento Kings organization, uh, where where they had a um, awesome you know free agency. Uh, in, you know, which uh, Vin, Vin, uh, Vince Carter was one of the signings that they had. Um, but as a result, Scott Perry is going to uh, finally get his dream and, and be a GM for the Knicks. This would be his first uh, GM job. Um, but the question is, will Dolan keep his word and say that, he, you know, he, He's gonna step aside and let Mills and Perry, you know, run this team, and we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, hopefully he'll give him a shot like he gave Phil Jackson a shot. You know, obviously it failed. Phil Jackson's, uh, uh, you know, time with the Knicks failed horribly. We'll, we'll see what happens with Scott Perry. Hopefully he'll get a, a fair shake to to run this team and hopefully Mills won't be trying to sabotage him. We'll see what happens. Well, I think it's a, it's good. It's a good uh, signing on paper, you know, since uh, I'm surprised that the King, you know, the Kings even let him talk with the Knicks after the Kings just signed, signed them to a contract last year uh, to be there. Wasn't he a, 
Wasn't he the the vice um, man, the the vice general manager over there? I, I, the, I the believe Kings, so. Yeah, I think. Yeah. So and another thing, uh, as compensation, yeah, as compensation, the Knicks had to give cash and a future second round pick. I'm not, if my memory serves me right, I think it's a 2019, 2019 uh, second round pick. If my memory serves me right, and cash, mm. and, um, you know, to the to the Kings as compensation. But yeah, um, a guy who has a resume like that, even though he's never been a GM, it. Uh, Kind of surprising and alarming that they let him, you know, let him get that opportunity. Unless if yeah. he's really friends, good friends with the king, the the king's GM, and the guy wanted him to get get his dream opportunity, and he let him go. But I don't know. Right. We'll we'll see what happens. And as a result, he, yeah. um, you know, he signed a five year deal with the Knicks, similar to what Phil Jackson signed. I'm I'm pretty sure it's not the same amount, probably. But um, yeah. Now the Knicks, they're going. They're they're gonna try to trade um, you know, Melo. But then, but now recently, they were backing after they signed Perry as the GM. Then uh, you know, they were thinking about trying to change their mind about keeping Melo. But now it looks like Melo has his mindset, you know, being traded to Rockets. And you know, try to get that ring because obviously he's not going to win it in New York. Right. Um, so now it looks like he wants to go through with the trade, and uh, right now it looks like they're going to resume the the trade, this uh, three or four team trade, because uh, apparently Rockets, uh, Rock, you know, Rockets or, or the Knicks, at the end of this deal, they don't want they they want to get rid of. Ryan Ryan Anderson's contract, you know. So we'll see what happens. Another, uh, oh yeah, also uh, in addition, the Knicks uh, signed Ron Baker uh, to a two-year, almost a nine million dollar contract. And, and don't get me wrong, I liked Ron Baker as a player. He had, to my knowledge, he he, he had at least one good game as a Nick. But uh, they they seriously overpaid for him to return. In addition, I, I like Tim Hardaway as a player. Seemed like a nice guy when he was, uh, you know, with the Knicks. Not to mention he had his best career year uh, with the Hawks. But the Knicks, uh, you know, they severely overpaid for him as well. So, uh, hopefully Tim Hardaway can live up to his potential. And uh, these young guys can uh, develop into a a decent nucleus. And, and maybe go on a playoff run in a in a, a couple of years or so. What's your thoughts Hopefully, on this whole stuff going on? Well, I mean the 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 contract the contract that they gave Hardaway and Baker is absurd. They paid those guys like it is like they're superstars. I mean Hardaway he had a good year last year, but I mean last year was it, the first time he averaged what over fourteen or fifteen points. You know and. Yeah. Baker is what last year was his rookie year, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, so, I believe so. Unless if he bounced around, you know, like like developmental stuff. But yeah, I think I think this year was like this year was like his first like his first year as you know playing really. Yeah, and like they year. paid him like they they gave him money that probably should have went to Roger Rondo. 
You know? Yeah, absolutely. No he signed with the with with the Pelicans. Yeah. In the words of Tony Montana, "Come on, Pelicans." <laughs> yeah. <But> anyway, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. Con- congratulations to Rondo. I mean, yeah, that that's the guy who they should have gave that money to, for real. I mean, I like Ron Baker. I'm pretty sure you could have resigned them for a million. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If not, then you know, you could just say bye, Felicia, to him. You know, if you don't want to come back. Knicks, uh, but, Knicks don't know, you know what they're doing, man. They're stupid. They 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 severely overpaid. It's not even funny. I mean, both like Hardaway Hardaway Jr. and and Ron Baker seem like nice guys. They they hustle, but that money, man, they they severely overpaid for those guys. No doubt about but then that. Then again, the Knicks have been overpaying for players for the last fifteen years. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely, and if you don't believe me, ask Joe Kim Noah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they gave him. They also gave him a seventy-two million dollar contract last year. So apparently, don't look Ridiculous. like they learned from their mistake. But we'll see what happens. Um, shifting gears. Uh, yeah, let's talk about the great balls of fire. Uh, you know, Neville won against uh, Tazawa. Um, not really surprising, except for the Tyrus O'Neal. Now Tyrus O'Neal is a good guy, um, um, manager all of a sudden, and uh, I, I thought for sure Neville was going to lose the title to Austin Aries these past pay per view events. But now, unfortunately, Austin Aries uh, and WWE parted away, so that's never going to happen. So yeah, sucks. As a I result, he was good. Uh, yeah, he was good. Former what? Uh, TNA champion, you yeah. know, he he was a great wrestler. I think they 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 uh, underutilized him, you know, in the cruiserweight division. They didn't even let him win the title, the cruiserweight title. I mean, it was just a joke. They they really wasted him. And I think the cruiserweight title would have been a much better if it was on SmackDown. I think the cruiserweight title would have reached its its potential. The cruiserweight title. Yeah. I mean, it's like the cruiserweight. Other than the the title matches, all the other stuff is like. You know, just who's going to do the most high-flying moves and who's going to date Alicia Fox after they win the match. That's basically what <laughs> all the all the matches are about, man. Uh-huh. You know, Rick Swan, no, no, I'm done with Alicia Fox. And, and, and Cedric <laughs> Alexander, they're all fighting over her. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, she's fine. I, I mean, I, I, I get the reason, but, I mean, come on. They're not even going after the title. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, Neville won, which was expected. Uh, moving to Bray Wyatt and uh, Seth Rollins, I think we both thought Seth Rollins was going to win. I was hoping and praying that Brian Bray Wyatt would actually win a match because Bray Wyatt wins it, needs to win more than Seth Rollins. Who Seth Rollins is not working as a good guy. I mean, he he's still on this apology tour of yeah, I used to be a uh you know a lab dog. For the for the authority, I hope you guys will forgive me. I mean, he's gonna be doing this his whole this whole face run. I mean, okay, we get it, dude. I mean, he he really lost the hit, you know, turning back back into a good guy. So luckily, I'm glad Bray Wyatt beat him. I think on at the the pay per view event and at Raw, so that was great. Hopefully, Bray Wyatt will amount to some, you know, will they'll use him better, even though you know the title's not gonna 
fall off of Brock Lesnar's hands anytime soon. But we'll get into that yeah. uh, in, a, in a minute or two. Um, so Bray Wyatt wins that. Big Taz defeats Enzo, as I suspected, even though I was rooting for Enzo. Uh, yeah, it was a, a squash match. Uh, Cesar and, and, uh, and Sheamus defended the title in a, um, you know, they won the, the, by the decision 4-3 in the Iron Man match to retain the Raw tag team titles. Everything basically happened as I thought. You know, the Hardy boys would, would get come close, but the, the but Cesar and, and 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 uh Sheamus would continue the re- retaining the title and uh eventually lead to uh the Hardy boys break up and you know my, my Hardy being broken or shattered whatever they want to call it and Jeff Hardy goes on his solo career eventually in the near future so nothing happened with that one what, what, what's your thoughts on it I thought uh Hardy boys were going to find a way to win that match but I guess I was wrong, but yeah, I mean, right now it looks like they're going to split up and you might get to see the teenage versions of uh, Jeff and Matt Hardy. Mm-hmm. Delete, delete. And, yep. Yeah, I'm guessing Matt Hardy is going to call himself shattered instead of broken because I think they're still yeah. in a battle for the rights for the broken gimmick. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, great match. Uh, uh, Sheamus, you know, got the quick pinfall with the broke kick out of nowhere. Um, yeah, it was a it was a great match. First ever Iron Man match. It was a very great match. Uh, another thing, uh, 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 Sasha Banks defeated uh, um, Alexa Bliss by, but unfortunately by countout. So as a result, Bliss is still the women's champion. Uh, not surprised by this at all. I think I I picked uh, Bliss to win win uh that match. Maybe even by even by disqualification or count out, I, I don't recall. But yeah, I'm pretty sure Alexa Bliss was gonna win, so nothing surprising with that one. And uh the Miz defeated Dean Ambrose to retain the Intercontinental title, as we called it. The Miz Taraz you know, which uh has uh, you know, um Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. You know, and and Maurice as his manager, they they interfered as always, and Miz retains it, not not a surprise. And uh, yeah, I wonder what's gonna happen to Dean Ambrose not feuding for this title. I mean, Dean Ambrose is like in, you know, what I'm saying like they're not they're they're not using Dean Ambrose. It's like, you know, they don't know what to do with Dean Ambrose. It's like Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose are like. You know, they don't know what they're doing with those guys. They're just floating around the title stuff, but they're not going to win the title. And you could see that they're hinting at them teaming up, but now that Roman Reigns looks like he's going to be a heel, even though he kind of reverted back to his uh, tweener uh, persona in Roman Reigns, uh, the Shield, the shield um, it's too early for for a Shield reunion right now. So, I don't know what I'll your thoughts on that. that. I would love to see them reunite. Yeah, I would love to see that too, but I don't. I think it's too early, especially with Roman Reigns, uh, you know, you know, (laughs) destroying Braun Strowman. Which, you know, we're gonna get into that right now. 
Uh, Braun Strowman defeated Roman Reigns in the ambulance match after Roman Reigns tried to spear um, Braun Strowman and run straight into the the ambulance like a cartoon character. And uh, (laughs) as a result, Braun Strowman closed the door and won. And afterwards, a few seconds later, um, Roman Reigns spears him after the door opens up. And then Roman Reigns shockingly uh, committed, almost committed vehicle vehicle uh, homicide on Braun Strowman, and it looks like, it, according to the pay per view event, it looks like it's a double a double turn, heel turn, um, very similar to uh, the WrestleMania 13 match between Stone Cold and uh, Bret Hart and the um, submission match. The ultimate submission match, but uh, after Raw, looks like, um, Bron- I mean, it looks like Braun. Sh- uh, I mean, rather Roman Reigns is back to his regular self. You know, he's, you know, he's supposedly a good guy, but fans hate him. So, don't know if he. I assume he's still a heel after what he did on uh, he's a Sunday tweener. night. Yeah. So it looks like he's still a tweener. WWE don't want to pull the trigger on it, even though uh, Sunday night's pay-per-view was a perfect time after he he did the unthinkable, trying to run over Braun Strowman, because you know, as you all know, Braun Strowman isn't finished with him yet, as you know, Strowman always says. But uh, Strowman wins. He uh, he gets out. Of, they they use the, the the ambulance used the the jaws of life to get him out of there, and uh, Braun Strowman. Uh, you know, heroically try to avoid it, uh, you know, medical attention and try to walk on his own power. Uh, then, let me see what else happened. Then, of course, um, he, you know, Heath Slater won a match against, uh, um, I'm trying to remember his name. Same the guy Kurt again. Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins, right. Kurt, Haw- Kurt Hawkins. But they didn't show it because they were showing, um, you know, what was going on, you know, with the aftermath of um, Braun Strowman's uh, almost getting, you know, crushed to death by the ambulance. And as a result, uh, then, of course, you got the Brock Lesnar versus Samoa Joe. As I suspected, Brock Lesnar would retain the title against Samoa Joe. It was a great match, uh, lived up to the hype. The only thing that surprised me is that Samoa Joe got defeated with one with one F five instead of like two or three. You said that what was a great thought? match. I thought it was pretty good. It, 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 it only lasted six minutes. <laughs> wow, it was really six minutes? Wow. It, it only lasted six minutes, man. It seemed like ten it seemed like ten or fifteen to me. <laughs> nah that was too short of a match. Yeah, I agree with that because he, he only got he only he only got he only got F five once for the for the um to, for the victory. That that surprised me. I thought the that he was gonna hit the F five at least two or three times. At the very minimum twice. Wow, that really won six yeah, that really won six minutes? So that was kinda like that was similar to the Goldberg um Brock Lesnar match of um uh, at WrestleMania. When he hit a Yeah, bunch pretty of, much all of um, Lesnar's matches has been pretty short lately. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Wow, I did, I really didn't even realize it was just it was that short. 
I mean, I, it, it did. T- wow, it really stuck out to me that he only hit one F five and he got put away that easily. But then that was like a it was a fast paced match to me. I mean, yeah, that was ridiculous. Wow, it, this it was. I thought it was disappointing, but mm-hmm. I had a feeling Lesnar would somehow retain the title. Oh yeah, of course. Wow, I I really didn't realize it was that short. I mean, it did. It did surprise me that he got the like I said. It did surprise me that he got defeated in, by one F five. I thought he was gonna hit an early F five in the beginning of the match, and then afterwards, uh, you know, you know, towards the end of the match, he's gonna hit it t- two or three times. But yeah, another thing that was uh, stood out to me was uh, um, Samoa Joe attacking him, you know, during the introductions and you know hit the Uranagi, you know. AKA the rock bottom of the bookend through the table. That was a cool spot. Yeah. But but yeah, it it really went wow, it was really that short. <laughs> yeah, that, but, I think um, it was the third shortest match of the night. What was the other short matches off the top of my head? I mean obviously the um the um the heat the heat slater one was obviously the shortest. They didn't even show. Uh, they didn't even televise the ending. Not that anybody cared. Yeah, that one's like two minutes, and then the big cast Enzo match was around like five minutes. Oh yeah, 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 right, right, right. That was a squash match, right? Yeah, that one could have went longer. So it looks like SummerSlam's gonna ha- is gonna be like a. As of right now, um, Raw they're gonna have uh, Roman Reigns versus um, Samoa Joe to determine who's the number one contender. At uh, SummerSlam against Brock Lesnar, right now it looks like to me is that it's going to be a triple threat. Like Brock Lesnar is going to interfere in the match, and it's going to turn into a triple threat at SummerSlam. Yeah, that that should be interesting. Yeah, and then I think uh, I think it's just going to be a bunch of rematches. You're going to have that rematch. You're going to have the Big Cas versus Enzo rematch. You know. Um, I, I'm just drawing a blank right now, but there's a you know there's gonna be a bunch of rematches for sure. Yeah, I think I think this pay per view set up uh, is setting up SummerSlam, and um, yeah, absolutely. You got Cena back now, so maybe even make Cena have Cena involved somehow in these some of these matches. Possible, you know, since summer after the battleground pay per view event's gonna come soon. Uh, then they're gonna focus Because he's a free agent, on... isn't he? Yeah, he is a free agent. You know, because he's John Cena, he could do whatever he wants. He could just go on whatever anybody <laughs> show. You know, yep. for no rhyme or reason. But um, yeah, basically, yeah, that's basically it. Um, yeah, after Battleground, it's gonna be focusedly. They're they're gonna focus solely on SummerSlam and hyping up these events, man. Uh, what's your thoughts? Yeah, man, I'm I'm looking forward to SummerSlam. You know, like I said, I think this uh, Great Balls of Fire setting up a lot of uh, rematches for, for SummerSlam. Um, you know, I think you know one of these uh, heavyweight matches, whether it's the is whether it's for the Universal Championship or the WWE Championship, they're gonna find a way to incorporate Cena in one of them somehow, somewhere. Absolutely. Absolutely, I would say the WWE title, maybe, probably, possibly. Yeah, that's what I, I have a feeling. Yeah. 
Most definitely. Uh, so, you know, I want to thank you, Mac, for coming on the show as always. Thank you, man. And I have a big announcement next week on your show. Sure. Uh, I look forward to, to hearing that announcement, man. And uh, I'm sure the folks are going to listen. Uh, look forward to hearing that. So I want to thank you all, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to another episode of Sports of Religion with, uh, with Mac. We'll call him Matthew. And, of course, me, William Ramo. And I'll see you guys next week. Peace. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.